You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hello and welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm Craig and I'm the host of the podcast and I'm joined this evening by Greg and John. All right, guys? All right. All right. All right, thanks for waiting up for the podcast to start because we're a wee bit late because I was watching uh, Rangers play Albion Rovers in the Scottish Cup replay. Pretty boring game, to be honest, and well, I'm a Rangers fan, so if I found it boring, I'm sure that any neutrals watching found it boring as well. Was it an easy one? Well, I'd, Albion Rovers didn't threaten much. I think that, that uh, to say it's easy is, would be incorrect. Rangers passed the ball about for fun across their back line. Right. Uh, they occasionally made it to Ian Black in midfield, and then it would come back again. It was, I think it was maybe an old school attempt at trying to tire them out. You know, mm. just kind of pa- keep passing the ball, yeah. really threaten. Yeah. It was, just keep a hold of it. Ah, uh, it, it, it wasn't very. They didn't have as many chances as they had in the first game. That's for sure. Right. Right. It, it wasn't very good, but it's a win anyway. It's a win. Right, so I thought we'd we'd start off the podcast with some positive news after that boring summary of the game. Some positive news, which is the charity bet, which managed to come in. We managed to get the double, which doesn't happen very often for us. Excellent. We got the first scorer, which was Michael Moffat, and we also got a double, which was on air, who Moffat plays for, and Wraith Rovers. Moffat scored first, he also scored second. He scored a penalty to open the scoring. And Ayr ended up going on to win something like 4 or 5 nil. It was quite I think it was 5 nil. Yeah. Yep. And Wraith Rovers won 2-1 against Morton. So the double came in to give us a clear profit. Because we don't get a £10 stake for McBookie, but they give us a profit. We got £75.60 from that. That's pretty good, man. That's pretty good. That's good. That brings us up to £235.15 in the kitty. That's all right. Yep. Yep, and I don't want to get ahead of us too much, but Michael Moffat, I'm thinking for next week because Ayr are playing Arbroath, and Arbroath are sitting bottom of the table. So I think that I think we should go with Moffat again. Could be a good shout. Plus Ayr are in good form as well. I think the last two matches have finished five now. And I think so. Moffat's up there. I think he might be actually the top scorer in the, uh, League One, and he's a penalty taker. It all adds up to a sensible bet. So I think we should go for Moffat for first scorer unless there's any objections. No, we need to get up to 300. We need to get this up to 300 quid this season. We need to beat last season, that's for sure. Yep. Just yep. Go get up, go get up to 300. If we can get another like that, then that'll be us above 300. Yep. Aye, aye. There's a wee bit left. Don't worry. Don't worry. Should be all right. Right. One thing I want to complain about, I'm not happy about the BBC website. They've done a wee mm-hmm. redesign. Have you spotted it? Nope. Mm, I'm just about to bring up the BBC website just now. Well, go to the BBC, the football section, right? And then go to the bit where you usually go to to get the leaks. Right. Just wait five minutes while it loads up from it. Oh, no, it's up quick. Right, okay. Uh, so, where it brings the leaks. Oh, aye, the wee button is going away. Ah, it's not there anymore. Ah, it's just gone. Maybe, it's just gone. Up. Right, so where's it, where's it gone then? There's the league tables there, though. Or leaks or something, some silly. Oh, but no, but there's the. Wait a minute. I oh, know. I don't. I don't. No, I don't like that. Ah, it's, it's it's rubbish. You shouldn't be changing things without telling anybody. But anyway, because we're on the podcast a wee bit later, I thought we'd do things a wee bit differently tonight. I thought we'd rattle through the the Premiership games rather than talk about them in detail. Save all the banter for a game that I'm sure John will want to discuss quite. Yeah, a bit. I'm quite. I'm quite happy. I can just talk. Earlier right. on, it was a bit touch and go. Well, I got a text for John earlier saying that uh, maybe leaving the, the podcast a wee bit later might help his voice. And I, I was looking forward to hearing it because I think that's uh, the kind of thing I like to hear from a football fan. Somebody horse with singing. As long as you want to notice singing, John. Oh, all songs from the approved list. Right, good. Do you, do you get a wee book handed out to you? No, we don't need a book. <laughs> Oh, no. Right, so rather through the scores in the Premiership, there was Inverness and Hibs drew 0-0. Uh, Dundee United were beaten 1-0 by St Johnson. 
and then St Johnson then went on to get beat 1-0 off Ross County. Celtic beat Kilmarnock 3-0, which is worthy of a mention because Chris Common scored a hat-trick and if only we could pick him for first scorer, we would have been well over the 300 mark this season. And also I predicted a 3-0 victory for Kilmarnock, so we want to focus on that a little bit because I'm a little bit smug about that. You predicted a 3-0 win for Kilmarnock? For Celtic. <laughs> uh, see, I'm still on the ball. On Saturday... Uh, Dundee United left it late to win 3-2 at St Mirren despite having uh, a slightly offside goal. I don't know if the, the two of you spotted that on sports scene. Uh, yeah, did you see it? i never seen sports scene. I didn't get home to uh, after I'll, I'll paint the picture for you. Right, the, the ball is played through and there's three players offside. Granny'd only one of them touched it, so there is only really one offside player. But there was three standing offside. They progress further and then the ball comes across the face of goal and it was one of those, did the ball, eh, was the player level with the ball, was he behind the ball, was he in front of the ball, who knows. But it looked like, it looked debatable to me from the angle. So the potential for two offsides, and that was for the goal to bring it back to 2-1. Eh, Partick Thistle won 3-1 against Hibs and Hibs, that's it. Hibs are, Hibs are uh, pish again, aren't they? They're in free fall, I think. Yep. Mm-hmm. They'll finish in the playoff spot. Mm-hmm. Yep, I think they're going to miss out in the top six. I think that uh, top six, I can't see there being much change there at all because St. Johnson are four points ahead of Hibs and they've got a game in hand. And then above that, you're not Inverness aren't threatened. So that's it, pretty much. I can't yep. see Kilmarnock pushing. So I think that's it set in stone, which is something that obviously Doncaster's not going to be happy about because he loves the split. Oh, he loves the excitement, the split. Oh, he got he got fairly booed yesterday at the presentation. Did he? Oh, aye, he did. That's good. That's that's what I like to hear. I'm not a big yeah. fan of Doncaster. He's done he some good called, things. There was a few chants of cockwomble and some other choice words. That's cockwomble is probably about the nicest thing you could say. <laughs> right, so that's it for the Premiership. Uh, before we go into the cup final, can I talk a wee bit about Rangers? I'm not going to bore everybody with my summary. It was at two games since the last podcast. Uh, there was Rangers against Erdrionians, which was a 3-0 to Rangers. Jig got a hat-trick, then Rangers against Unfermline on Saturday. So I, I could bore everybody with the, the games, but a couple of things I wanted to mention in the Erdrionians game, and it was really Moshni was, uh, was the focus. He got the ball at the edge of the box and he hit a cracker or a strike and it hit the post and it bounced back to him straight away. So he decided to hit another shot, but it went wide. He then proceeded to turn round and run with his arms wide and then jump in the air with his fist in the air as if he'd scored a goal. It was the first time I'd seen a goal celebration when it wasn't actually a goal. <laughs> I think he's just, I don't know, he just gets a wee bit silly sometimes. Good banter though, but a wee bit silly. And then near the end of the game, he decided to switch off. It was maybe, it was in stoppage time anyway, and this was to for Rangers to seal the, the league title. And obviously the crowd were getting a wee bit excitable. And he was just standing watching the crowd. The ball got past him, and the, I think it was Jig had to shout at him to turn round. It was like a, it was like a five-a-side player who didn't really play football, wasn't really sure what to do, and they switched off and they got bored. So, so you reckon he was distracted by the crowd because the crowd were getting ready to start celebrating? I think he just got distracted because he had better things to be doing than standing on the pitch. <laughs> standing <laughs> doing what he's paid to do. I think that's what it was. Ah, it, was just... it was a set piece and rather than him go up for a header, he decided to stay back because I think he was just, no, that's it. The final whistle will go any minute. I, I've done my bit. Done my bit. Can imagine, his, imagine his reaction when Rangers actually going to win something meaningful. As opposed to the flaming second division. If he's getting that excited with that. Shows how much you know it's League One. Greg, oh, sorry, it. sorry. I, League One, as they call it now. Oh, was I, he kissing the badge? Or he wasn't kissing the badge, no, no. But I did see a picture of him topless with a scarf <laughs> celebrating after the game. I think they get it as my screensaver at work. Uh, I, bet, I bet you are as well. Folk think, folk think you're carrying on. Oh, he's a handsome guy. Handsome guy. He hung about with the fans as well to get autographs, but I had to go. Didn't have time to hang about, which is a shame. Could have had a wee chat with him. Good guy. Actually, that's it for the Rangers roundup. 
nothing really to talk about in the game because, well, we all know what Rangers do. Lump the ball forward to Daly or whoever's up front and hope that they knock it down. So that's it for that. Right, we'll move on to the cup final. A wee bit of excitement for John. A wee bit of excitement for the, the country. Looking forward to a brilliant Scottish Cup final, League Cup final. And thinking, right, we've got two teams. This is going to be an open game. And by all accounts, it was, to put it bluntly, boring. I well, did you watch it? I watched. I watched the highlights. Aye, I mean, it was a aye, It was a. It wasn't a great final. No one's no. I don't care. Anyone will say it was a great final, but the main thing is that we won in the end. Um, but from the start, I was buzzing all week for it. Totally hyper, and then eventually I was going to lift to get the train from the wife, and that's when the nerves kicked in. My stomach got butterflies and all sorts. So you can just imagine. If I was like that, what the players must have been like in terms of all the expectation, because the whole build-up all week was everyone had as his favourites. It was yep. basically hours, hours to lose as opposed to anything else. I put my whole bookies account balance on the on Aberdeen to win 90 minutes. I put £3.40 on them. Aye, but, I, had, I had 20 quid in Aberdeen. Oh, aye. Well, I had a few cheeky bets on them. I had I'd basically taken Anderson, Reynolds and Continental for first goal scorer. And then the three of them all for our first goal scoring one nil. Does your fake bookie take bets, John? No, this was at the ground. All oh, right, aye. Aye, well, Ladbrokes. So they were offering 151 to one for Anderson and one nil, which I thought was pretty good. Mm. And obviously Anderson hit the yeah. post, so I would have been. Pff, if that had came in, that would have been a nice day. You'd have been cock a hoop. Even nicer day. Oh no, no cock a hoop. Don't be mentioning hoops. <laughs> no, I'd have been. I don't know. I'd be in, in the in the reddies. I'd have the reddies. Have you go. behaved yourself in Celtic Park, John? Uh, I, it was. Did you know? See, in the Glasgow Police tweeted earlier, there was no uh, football-related arrests yesterday for the game. Not no trouble at all. Aye, mm. I heard that. So it's pretty aye. good. Fifty-one thousand. The police must have got confused because they were in Celtic Park and decided that they wouldn't lift them day for a change. You know. I think the fact this is 40,000 Aberdeen fans, you wouldn't have much chance left in them, can you imagine? There's about two dozen ah, exactly. police in Glasgow. Ah, yeah, I, I think it just, just wanted them back in the bus, he's in back out of town <laughs> as soon as possible. Yeah, <laughs> avoid the paperwork. Oh, aye. But we started off in the pub in the East End, uh, and it was open at 11 o'clock, but I thought they were just doing that as a favour for us. It turns out it's open every Sunday at 11 o'clock. Ah, <laughs> oh, so you were duped. So, well... But it was all right, got there at 11 o'clock for opening up time. And I thought of 11 o'clock, it was quite quiet. The place was bloody jam-packed. Mm. Two, there's two sides, one of those bars, it's like two doors and two sides. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, went in the first side and we're like, no, that's not even happening. There's no chance of getting a drink there. Is this, so, a, is this uh, a lounge in a, in a bar? A snug? Well, no, it was... Uh, no, it was or is it a modern bar? I don't know about modern, but it was... Uh, it was all right, it was a good, good big pub anyway. There must have been, there was about 80 of us from our supporters club, and then there was an R2 supporters club as well, I would say about the same number, which was probably about 250 fans in. Um, drink was quite cheap as well, if you could get to the bar that was, so it took about half an hour for some folk getting to the bar. It was just I a case of... two pints at a time, that. that's, that's how you sort that, I get some shots as well. It ended up getting to the point whereby you can get served with a staff licence across the road. So we just started walking across the off licence, buying beers and bringing them in. Oh, um, that's what happens, Greg, when you invite <laughs> these guys. That's Aberdeen. He's, yeah, he's telling us there's no any trouble. That, that sounds like something that that sounds like an illegal How, practice, if you ask me. It is illegal. I'm going to report this. Do you know, we were that stupid. We bought beers they don't even sell in the pub. We bought bottles of Cobra. So, but it was all right. So, good atmosphere in there. Good things on. Loads of good pictures and all that. Um, I'd prepared a wee sweepstake for first goal scorer as well. So it was in case of winner takes all. But thank oh, you. Winner takes all, aye, aye. Wink, wink, Johnny. <laughs> aye, winner yeah. takes all. Eight quid, mate. <laughs> no, there was, what was there was 50, the two full squads were 23 players for each and then four blanks. Um, and I put the disclaimer in that if it went to penalties, which obviously did end up happening. It's null and void. I'm taking my No, I should have done that. I, I should have done that. But I just said that the first person that scores a penalty, then they'll get the, the money. So one of the boys, he ended up, he and Billy Mackay. So That's it came to oh. He was standing, standing beside me as my mate. And he's like, it's one time you're no one to win money. You're like, fuck, I don't want to win this. So aye, that was good. But I, 
Because I know a boy because I put the goalkeepers in it as well. Just put everyone in, you never know. But I think looking back, I think we should like, the boy that had Jamie Lightfield should have got it for his penalty save because that just that just set the tone for that penalty shootout. That was it. See, st- strictly speaking, you should have had the referee in there. Referees always nothing each. Aye, well, I could have made that, aye. Mm. But I thought, did they want someone having the referee making money out of the referee? No. <laughs> but illegal gambling. I know, what else, what else is going on here? Drinking well, contraband. I, no, it's all right, it's all right, because I, you only need a licence if it's only over £250. So it's all right. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Tell that to the judge. Aye, so the atmosphere before the game was brilliant, no, it was fantastic, and for a change we actually left at a decent time to get to the game, usually it's a case of last minute try again, but no, you've been to, Greg, you've been to Park Kevmont Series, in terms of getting in, it's usually I went, pretty, I went a couple of years ago. It usually takes a long time to get in, certainly, so we left at about half one just to be safe, to make sure, and Sam Puddick in a pre-match thing, plus obviously there was the display going on, I don't know whether, I don't think you've really seen much of the display on TV. I've seen some pictures of it. Um, There's been a few know. videos. Well, I missed, I missed the start because of that stupid kick-off time. What was all that about? I have to. What? I, I didn't realise until about the middle of the week it was half to. So it's Mental. Um, I don't know whether it was because of the other games we on, maybe down south. Mm. It doesn't really matter because it was on BBC. But Aye, BBC would have dictated 100% when they wanted it. But despite was pretty impressive. They'd the songs of praise. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of be shuffling that about. Um, but it was there was folk at there was folk at Parkhead on Friday and Saturday setting up that display. Uh, a company, Dolly Digital, that did it. Kind of guys, a graphic designer. So somebody have put into it. You wonder how they can come up with that kind of thing and get it all set out. Um, so I was. Well, you've got to, you've got to have a a bit of a different mind to to think of things like that. You've got to kind of take a be able to take a step back. Uh, but uh, I, think I don't the, think I could on that scale unless I've got maybe a program to do it. I was a graphic designer, so. It's the time it takes as well just to go and put the blooming rolled up bits of paper in everybody's seat. Aye. You must yep. have been, I don't know, 20,000 seats? What? Aye, but it was all the lower tier. There were, I don't think they didn't have the top tier. But no, it's not the top tier. That, but it's, I mean, it was some effort. Um, I think You've got to think of the wind as well, because they could blow them away. Aye. Well, they were pretty well kind of in the seats, but the Inverness fans, there's a video going about taking from the Inverness section, and it basically, they're obviously kind of just there wondering what's happening. And then all of a sudden, it's like a, just all these cards start going up and the display's just there all of a sudden. You just hear them all going, fuck, you know. They were well impressed with it. All of a sudden, they're going about it. So that's because they're Ben Verness. They're impressed with the flaming TV up there. I don't know if their reaction was, aye, very impressive. It was more, aye, get up, yes. Get up, yes. <laughs> Stick that paper up your arse. I'll send you the video later on. What's this green bit? What green bit? What are you talking about? I'm um, like the wrong bit. It's yellow, is it? No, yellow. Aye, it was yellow. It's a yellow trunk. Oh, aye. Aye, because the colours used to be black and gold. Aye, right, I'm looking at Aberdeen different pictures. Red. <laughs> uh, but it was, nice. it's, it's a lot, it was a lot nicer seeing Parkhead when there's no Celtic fans there, has to be said. It looked <laughs> quite, that's, it looked quite like, splendid in red. That's the thing that struck me. It was just watching the game. The atmosphere was a million times better than it is at Hamden. Do you know what I mean? That, that just, that just goes to show you how bad Hamden is as a ground. Park has a cracking ground for a, for a big a, crowd like that. I, I've only been a couple of times. The once time I've been was a Scotland game. It was against Faroe Island, so that must have wasn't that great for that. And then the other game was the 9-0. But <laughs> against him, just that atmosphere was dire. That was terrible. But the problem with Hamden is it's never been designed as a, a football ground. Not not since it was done up anyway. No. A running track. What's that all about? Ah, it's just pish. Um, but I know it was it was it was nice to see the stadium, kind of like it was. Um, but I all the build up fantastic, loads of good sing songs, everything, everyone's in good voice. Then the, I mean the game, the first half was so alright, it wasn't too bad. But I after that you were just Inverness, I think came out and said today that they were basically playing to take the game at penalties. But I, I was I thought they would actually take the game to us. I thought they would come out first ten minutes, think right. This is where we need to try and win the game, but they let us dictate the game. So I thought I thought the start of the second half they looked, they looked a wee bit. They actually looked pretty good for the sort of first 10, 15 minutes. But I bet you're right. The first half there was there was nothing much going on at all. It was um, it was pretty dire for Inverness. But I think I think Hayes getting injured in the first couple of minutes set the tone for the rest That's of the game. That's horrible. That's horrible. We haven't, we haven't, we haven't, we haven't Paul have both been at 
Aberdeen looked. I mean, I've seen Aberdeen a few times this season, and they looked pretty ordinary yesterday. Aye, I think no, no one will disagree. Certainly, I mean, uh, before I get brought to, I get the lineups, and I think it took that. We you know if I get the lineup to about half an hour before, because it was obviously Paul up was touching go for it, and there was also talk that McGinn might not be playing. Mm. So at that point, I'm thinking it's not going to be. I mean, no one, none of the one, no, no one that I was with in terms of supporters club thought the game would be easy. Everyone yeah. thought it would be a close game. Or every game this season, it's only been one goal in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you heard Paul it was out you're thinking because you then know that we're going to be playing Robson, Flood and Jack all in midfield and Robson's probably going to play in like an attack in midfield role so it takes away like a bit of creativity and then obviously what pff, 12 seconds in if that Hayes goes down hurt, hurts his shoulder so that's our creativity through the middle gone and also as well our pace out wide yep um and then kind of Cammy Smith came on and unfortunately he couldn't get into the game. They're a good player, a good young guy, but I think just maybe a big occasion. He just couldn't get in the game. Ask. It was That's a big ask. The fact is we went for Esper kind of sitting back, so when Smith likes a ball with feet and could have a bit of time in the ball, he never really got that. No. Um, thankfully McInnes was kind of sensible enough to see it wasn't working and subbed him uh, for Nicky Lowe, uh, and that kind of worked, worked out a bit better. I thought it was interesting to see when the, the teams were walking out onto the pitch. I was paying particular attention to the Aberdeen players because McInnes kind of started this off. None of them looked at the cup. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. I, th- I would have thought that it would be interesting to when you walk out, you'd have a wee look at the cup. But it was it was almost as if they were told, don't look at the cup. It's no yours yet. Don't look at it. Don't, don't take it in at all. Only appreciate it if you win it. Because you see some players touch it, some players kiss it yeah. as they're walking on, but no, the Aberdeen players were, were all looking in the other direction, uh, as if they'd, there was some kind of instruction. Maybe just to stay focused. Just yeah, yeah. Like, um, because the, the problem is, well, he must have found it quite hard to have the players grounded, because the, everyone was saying it was Aberdeen's Cup. And yep. no matter, people can say, oh, why the players don't see that. The players do. They're going right. to hear it. Definitely. Even if they don't see it themselves, they'll hear it from their mates. They know the, the general feel, kind of optimism about Aberdeen. I mean, the optimism is kind of pretty high. Um, but McInnes just has everything so well prepared. Like, I mean, kind of talking today, and they're saying, oh, I kind of went to penalties, kind of lucky to win in penalties. It's like, there's no luck. I mean, we had the penalty shot against Alloa early in the season. Kind of won that. Um, and then obviously they prepared they prepared for penalties in case it had, does happen. Aye, I would they looked as though they'd been practicing penalties, whereas Inverness looked as though penalties had been an afterthought. Aye, um, and just even they, it just inspires it inspires you so much. I mean, at the sidelines yesterday, he's just standing, he's constantly kind of talking to his players, kind of driving them on. Um, just he's done a, I mean, he's, he has done a fantastic job. I mean, I, I tying them up as well. Tying him up on yeah. a contract extension is a, a sensible thing because this is going to put him on the radar of, of clubs down south, particularly, especially now that they've got the, the Scottish Cup semi-final to play for and potentially another final, etc., etc. I think tying him up. Uh, I don't think that he'll stay for the duration of it, but I think that tying him up means that Aberdeen will get a, a wee bit of yeah. a, a, yeah. some pocket money when he does decide to, to move on. Aye. Yeah, the, only, think... the, only, the only thing I don't like about him is he um, didn't have a tie on yesterday. What was all that about? He's cutting about that touchline with his, his top button and his shirt. It looked as though he just come in for the dancing. Uh, at least he had a, at least he was not wearing a tracksuit. <laughs> you, um, you, go, you either go tracksuit or you go smart. He's, uh, it looked as though he's just got a taxi to the ground after a night in the tiles. He can do what he wants. He's <laughs> <laughs> right. not as good as like... Rowan Alexander. Mind when he was at the, the cup final. He was in the, the full kilt. And uh, Gretna, no, right. no, Gretna manager. Not, I remember Alex Totten doing that as well, back when Falkirk played Kilmarnock. I'm oh, pretty sure it's a special occasion. You come on, this folk uh, wear a, a, a suit when they're getting to a cup final and championship manager. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't think a big deal to win a tie, but it's like tonight I put a, po- a picture up in the forum. It's like Peter Paul and Considine are out tonight having a few cocktails. Celebrating, they're all, they're all out still celebrating, and Peter Paul is wearing sunglasses inside. It's like, ah, okay, but they can do it once. They've won a cup, they can do whatever they want. Who cares? It's just I mean, a pity it's not a big cup, though. That's the only downside, doesn't it? Well, you try to say it's, it's a, a bloody cup. cup. I'm, I'm, see, not it, I'm just saying it's not, it's, not the big, it's not the big cup. It's no, but do you know what? It's a cup. I mean, we've waited 19 years to win a cup, um, and it, that, that's the main thing. I've still got. 
But interesting to see it might actually it might actually win in that yesterday might take the pressure off them a bit in the Scottish Cup. You might I wouldn't be surprised if they want to do the double now. Because they've been there and they've done it and they've got that monkey off their back of getting that silverware. I yeah. think they've uh, I, th- I think that could really um really give my bit of a boost in terms of going for the Scottish as well. Because let's be honest, that, that's the cup everybody wants to win. I mean it's, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not downplaying it because I'd love to win the League Cup as well, but the League Cup's the League Cup, the Scottish Cup's the, the one that's really aye, that's the one aye. they'd want to Greg, you know who calls it the, the Diddy Cup? Who? The Diddy winner. Win <laughs> that's right. You're, yeah, you're spot on, you're absolutely spot uh, on. I mean I think and as I say, McInnes will have them still well grounded. In a way, the fact that we it, we found it so tough to win yesterday is probably a good thing. Like, see if we maybe won it easily. Aye. Then aye. the players then start thinking, aye, we're, I mean, they are, they are they are a really good side this year, but if, you, if you'd won it easy, then they're thinking, you maybe aye. then start thinking, take the foot off the pedal a little bit. Complacency. I mean, in a way, it's kind of worked out better. The only problem we've got now is, I don't know how long Hayes is out for, um, there was talk of a broken shoulder, could be four to six weeks. Collarbone so, or something, they reckoned, wasn't it? Yeah, and then Paul, I'm not sure whether he's just maybe missing yesterday. I think he was touch and go all week. I think he had a light fitness test in it. Because they trained, I think he trained during, he certainly trained during the week. Because um, without those two, as you say earlier, we did look ordinary. No one will deny that. That's where, in the summer, maybe kinda, we need to maybe strengthen a wee bit yeah. in terms of getting a wee bit more creativity and just add a few to the squad. We don't need to add many. For, for a lot, for first time in a while that we've got a squad that the players that will be getting, they'll be going in the summer are players we want to go, mm-hmm. um, and just topping it up with. Ah, yes, I mean you have you have that you have the finances for these for these cup runs and um, you know, sort of decent gates as well like, to go out and start and strengthen the squad because that's what Aberdeen need to do. I mean, it was yesterday was a great day, and I mean taking forty thousand uh, to that gate. I mean that's an outrageous. Uh, I, I, I support for for a team yeah, like Saturday. It's incredible, and if they can if they can get you know ten thousand of those folk coming back on a semi regular basis, that's what generates the income. That's what allows them to put a squad together year on year. They can actually go and start challenging on a consistent basis. Because again, if you, I mean, you look at the comparable budget for Aberdeen and Celtic, I mean, I mean there'll be there'll be a massive gulf between it. And until Definitely. they start, until they start like sort of. Closing that gap a wee bit. It's a huge ask for any of these Scottish sides to go up and compete on a season-long basis. A, a game here and there, maybe, but to do it, you know, over over a course of eight months, nine months, is, is a huge ask. Yeah, I think one thing. Though, I mean, we're not, I would say it's going to be tough to challenge, but the one thing is now in terms of having a goal scorer on the inside, there's maybe a wee chance, but it's, it's, the finances obviously are massive. But you don't, I don't know. I, I think it would be dreaming. It would be dreaming, but. You never know if the confidence builds and builds. Who knows? I, I don't think the, now, Celtic, the Celtic team just now aren't a great side. No. I mean, no, they're not. Depends what they do in the summer. But we've proven we can beat them in the men. It's, it's having the consistency to beat the other teams. Yeah. This, uh, kind, this kind of thing is good for the, the long term for Aberdeen. When you when you look down at the, the primary schools and the, the young pups and the young kids when they're out playing at the, the lunch break, they're, they're now going to be saying, they're, they're going to be fighting over who's the Aberdeen and because they're the cup winners, and they've yeah. got the Scottish Cup just round the corner. These are the they're, they're going to forget about uh, Celtic and Rangers in the short term. And young kids like that is what you're wanting to to turn on to your team because they're the the future diehards. Uh, without that, you're left with really a a support uh, that's really derived from kids, uh, fathers taking their kids, and mm. that can only last so long. Mm. Whereas now yeah. you're going to be getting people wanting to be. Rooney, for example, eh, not Wayne Rooney, for, for once. They're <laughs> going to want to... I think it was Derek Ray said that he's heard so many people in Aberdeen call Manchester United, refer to them as us. And he's saying Aye. maybe now they're going to be referring to Aberdeen as us. Well, they're heroes now. I mean, it's a first cup one in a generation. Yeah. Yep. Folk, and the fact the fact that's really good as well. And, and that score, just in, I'm trying to think, I can go through it, there was... Um, Russell Anderson came through the youth ranks. There was Ryan Jack, uh, Cabby Smith, Nicky Lowe, Peter Pollock. So players that have come through the youth system that you can have that bit of hope as well that if you're a youngster and you're maybe wanting a chance, Aberdeen's a good place to be because we're not scared to play them. Yep. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's doing, it's like you're saying before, it's just it's for Aberdeen that's now kicking on for their, 
kicking on through there and, and doing it on a sort of regular basis. And I mean, I've, I've said it before, and this week, look at like said Dundee United as well, who you've potentially got a lot of good players coming through and, and, and who are now and they're appearing to be able to put up a, a reasonable challenge most weeks, so they're maybe a wee bit inconsistent as well. Because you, I mean, you look at like, the, 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 um, the Scottish Cup now, and you know there's, I mean, there's, there's going to be a cracking semi-final with, with Rangers and Dundee United. That's going to be a, that's going to be a real beauty. And then, because like I said before, you wouldn't bet against Aberdeen getting to the final, and then it's maybe Aberdeen against Rangers or Aberdeen against Dundee United. It's sellouts again. It'll be 50-50 splits. And those, I mean, those clubs will sell those tickets out, and that's what we need. We need Definitely. that in the game. We need that in the game. Because like, I mean, Armageddon, you know. Aye, oh, that bollocks, you know. Um, but if, 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 I mean, if the fans can come back, it showed yesterday the potential that's there. If, if there's a successful team, who knows? One thing uh, that I does don't... annoy me is when people look at the, the amount of fans there, uh, 40,000, I've even heard as much as 43,000, and people complain and say, where are they week in, week out? And I, I think that that can put off fans because I've mentioned on the podcast I, I like to go to uh, St. Johnson European Nights. Uh, uh, a, a good mate. A glory hunter. A glory hunter. <laughs> you could say I'm a glory big hunter. Big team. I, That's just big I, team. I like to go to their European Nights, but it was after one of the games. Somebody came out on Twitter. I can't remember who it was. It was probably a few people saying this, but they were saying, oh, I, X thousand at the game. Where are these week in, week out? And I was just turning up just for that one night. It was almost as if my money wasn't welcome because I wasn't going to be there week in, week out in the league through the, the hard winter months. Yeah, the, but you need to you need to attract these casual fans because oh, oops, their money's casual, valid. Trying to get rid of them for the yeah, game, you. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't want to be putting off the fans by saying, well, I'm, I'm not welcome for one game a month, one game every six months, so I'm not going to bother going because they'll just have a go at me. No, you want to avoid that. It's not really good doing that because it's, I mean, it's, there's a lot of factors in that as well. But I mean, you look at the price as well. I've said this for donkeys years. The price puts people off. You can't. There's a lot of people who are just knowing the position to go and spend £23 every every Saturday or every second Saturday, whereas you probably got a load of folk yesterday who will maybe, maybe take the wife and the kids will go along and the rest of it and they can, you know, it's a day out, they'll maybe spend £100, quid, but they're getting to go to a final and it's an occasion. You can't ask people to go and do the same thing to watch Flame and drive three and a half hours to Aberdeen to watch him play Flame and Kilmarnock. Because, I mean, it's just, it's never, got, it's never ever going to happen and every team puts numbers on the gates in big games. Look at I mean Inverness had what eight thousand yesterday. Aye. Inverness pulled two thousand at home. So I mean nobody's really going on about oh where's the other six thousand Inverness fans. The fact Aye. is it's a big game. That's what brings people yep. on. I think the main thing I is... went to see Gretna in the cup final against Hearts. Aye. No affiliation to Gretna at all and I'm sure that there was hundreds of others like me that were just there just because it was a yep. final. It was there was tickets Aye. there. It happened with Dundee United and Ross County a few years seasons back there was a lot of neutrals that went to that just yeah. because probably because it didn't feature either the old firm so you've got a chance at a ticket go to a cup final um, right. I think the main thing is when it comes to any kind of games like this is that your season ticket holders are getting first priority the four that do go week in week out yep. you don't want four like that missing out oh, but, no, no. but yesterday there was no problem with it I mean there was folk that couldn't go we obviously discussed that last week folk couldn't go because we get a few extra tickets now not just that, not just that in terms of it being a farce I read it earlier the reason why the ball boys were uh, Aberdeen ball boys is because supposedly the SPFL had not organised ball boys for the final. <laughs> well, what ridiculous. on earth is going on with that? Is this no? Is that Cup still no? Did that have a sponsor yesterday? It's a community Cup. It's our Cup, Greg. It's the money from crime or something, or wasn't it? Or the promotion. So I mean, how could they not organise ball boys? That's bollocks, isn't it? That's that is, I... If that's I don't know if how true it is, but I mean, I, I thought it was a bit weird that there was ball boys in Aberdeen tracksuits. It was odd at the if, penalties because they were behind in, they were right behind the net at the penalties, and they were I, more or less. <laughs> I, I thought I thought they were going to get shifted because they were standing right behind the nets. To be fair, the thing is, you can turn that fans behind them. I trust them. <laughs> you can turn that into a competition. See if you think about that carefully, you can say right, okay, well. We'll start up a competition to be a ball boy. You can promote that. You can say, look, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Be a ball boy in a cup final. You can get a sponsor involved. You can nah, get nah, adverts nah, and like, programs. Whoa, 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 whoa! It's not as easy just being a ball boy. 
There's more to being a ball boy than just being a ball boy. You've got to get three years of training to be a ball boy. You can't <laughs> just turn up and be a ball boy. It's a difficult way to get into There's training involved and all that. You know, you need to be like, sitting exams. in the plastic seats, chucking a ball back at the right time. I'm telling you, can't you just have some Joe, Joe Public off the street being a ball boy? Or hold on to the ball at the right time. I love the ball boys union, aren't you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd avoid the ball boys union. It's not really my thing by the sound of it. Um, but, but I think go back to the kind of game in general today, it was weird because there wasn't that kind of one major moment that you could get properly excited at. It was all wee mini moments. It was like the penalty save and then we scored. It was all wee mini moments. And it, see, at the end, it, it was relief more than anything else. It, it was weird that you were just like, We've done it because I, I thought when it went to penalties, I thought they they've played for it all along. They're going to win it. Just one of those, no one of those things, but uh, it was more relief than anything else. And then afterwards, trying to have a decent chance to celebrate after the game when we go out of the stadium, just so difficult because pubs were just not having it. They weren't really letting folk in. Um, well, no we wonder to... because folk were taking in their own drinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, their own the day. Aye, pubs. But we ended up in a well, some of us we ended up all. Different various places. I end up in a Brazilian place, having some. some food oh, aye. <laughs> just, aye. Just, uh, just, so in place. just just back in from Rio on the flight, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we ended up in there, a few beers and all that. But some of the boys went kind of on and kind of partying elsewhere. Um, but hopefully, there'll be a chance to celebrate again soon. Uh, but I can do, but aye. It was good. But it'd be a shame if Inverness had won, knowing that they've got a game coming up on Wednesday. The players wouldn't have been able to celebrate as much. It'd have been yeah. an early night. I'm sure they would have been on. I'm sure they would have got a couple, a couple of days to celebrate. Bring out the mid much difference. Because uh, I, I mean, there's some some cracking videos going to put. See, like there's a thing with the supporters club. I mean, there's a, a WhatsApp conversation, and everyone's just talking about it yesterday. And there's loads of pictures going about, and all the players and all that, and videos. There's a cracking video where like Aberdeen fans and uh, going to the walk to Petordry and they're just all sitting sitting down for Aberdeen and then the police come along and they're still sitting down and they're all still moving just oh that sounds like that. trouble to me Greg it sounds and like then... this has been just a weekend of breaking the law despite oh, John's uh... claim that nobody's getting lifted <laughs> it sounds as though the, the cells should have been full oh no it's all good fun and then there's there's pictures at night clubs are like songs coming on and then everyone's sitting alone because that you know that song Don't You Want Me Baby the human league song Sing that for Peter Pollitt. So that everyone's going crazy what, to that. Don't you want me, Peter Pollitt? That's Peter really Pollitt, cool. Peter Pollitt, baby. Oh, so everyone's singing that. And then just, uh, it's like difficult to bring up, come up with songs that are, <laughs> 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 that, that, that you're not slagging off opposition fans and all that. See, the thing is, see, if I was a footballer, it would be brilliant because if folk could think a song, any song would fit because. Eddie rhymes with baby. Aye. Right, there's so many songs you could go for. Aye. But how if was a footballer. How good is it though? That, I mean, like Peter Pollock wasn't even playing yesterday. Johnny Hayes went off injured, and at the end of the, throughout the game, and even at the end of the game, people are singing songs about him, like so that they're because obviously, I mean, Johnny Hayes was distraught. Peter Pollock would have been distraught as well. He never even got a chance to play in it. But I mean, they must have felt great, get, like having imagine having forty thousand fans singing songs about you. Good songs, not. Sounds <laughs> songs about you. That would be a bit different, but just superb for him. And the, the thing is, we'll go back to McKenna signing a long term contract. That means then it helps you attract players because you can see the manager wants to say he can see it's a long term project. Players are more likely to sign a two, three year deal as opposed to what happens a lot in Scotland where players just sign a one year deal. Um, well, if you're a player and you're, want to, and you're being persuaded by a manager to sign, you want to know that that's the manager you're going to be playing under for a couple of seasons because you don't want to take the risk of signing for somebody a new manager comes in the next week and then they just don't fancy you and you're left on the sidelines to to rot is a bit of a harsh word but I'm thinking of players like uh, Mika Richards uh, and, and Ashley Cole quality players who are left on the sidelines just because a manager's come in and just doesn't really fancy them yeah well Ashley Cole used to play under Mourinho but he's getting on a bit now aye aye I need a ball right. back. Uh, what? <laughs> I quite like him as a player. Ah, he's a good player. Been a while. 
Right, so it'll not be long before you, you start getting excited about the, the Scottish Cup, John. The semi-final. Potential. Aye, the potential. Uh, oh. Another another wee run. I'm trying to figure out whether I can afford to go to the semi-final or not. Do not need to see. That's the thing I've been a student. No. But I'm sure you'll enjoy a... Ibrox, John. It's a wonderful stadium. We enjoy winning there anyway. We would enjoy winning there. It's been a while since that happened. Right, you want to move on and discuss the the Premiership predictions? Yeah, the Pretos. The Pretos, eh? The Pretos. We'll move on to the Pretos. Caught on yet, that 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 terminology. Is that caught on? Tag it all over the place, Pretos. Greg. Aye. Mm. Aye. Talking about Pete Townsend was talking about it. Steady. <laughs> oh, Steady. Get that cut. Who's that? Yeah. He's allowed to talk about the Pretos. It was all a big mistake. If he writes a book about it, it's all right. Aye. Where is that book? You have to see that book. As long as it's not a picture book. Pop up book. <laughs> Oh. Right, come on, move on. Right, I wasn't even taking it down that route. I don't know what you're right, up to. Right, right. right. Motherwell against Inverness. Can Inverness bounce back? Oh, I'm cheating. I had a prediction of two for that originally. That's getting changed. Motherwell. Motherwell will win that. Two 0 for me. Aye, two 0 for Motherwell. Aye, I'm going to go the same two on. On Friday night, we've got Hearts against Dundee United. Dundee United seem to be playing a lot of games on a Friday night. I'm going to go for an away victory. I'm going to go 3-1. 2-1 uh, uh, mm, United. I think Hartsel. I think Hartsel got one. 2-1. Uh, I'll go for a uh, 3-1 for Dundee United as well. Yes. Then on Saturday, we've not got any live games in the Premiership. They're all three o'clocks. Got Aberdeen against Kilmarnock. I'm going to go 2-1 to Aberdeen. Going to go one each. I'll go for... 2-0, Aberdeen. Celtic against St Mirren. I think it's going to be a hump in here. I think St Mirren are... Think they're going to win? I think it's going to be 4-0 Celtic. Ah, it's, it's difficult to see another heavy defeat. 5-0 Celtic. Aye, I was thinking 4-0 before Craig said it, so I'll go for that. This has ended up like you and Maverick's predictions for the Cheltenham Festival. Hmm. Well... You see, you see the thing about that, right? There was so there was a, a Cheltenham predictor on the the forum, photographer was running it. I was making my bets in the morning, showing Maverick my bets, and then fly guy like he is, he then goes and puts the bets on the forum for everybody to see. <laughs> and I wasn't going to put the bets on the forum until about lunchtime, so it makes it look like you are copying I him. Copied him. But then, Aye, to make matters worse, he ended up coming out with a pretty decent profit over the week, and I ended up with a pretty decent loss. <laughs> was that in real money or was that in Cheltenham? In real money, well, I beat him in the competition, so I've got that over him. But the, my problem was I was trying to, rather than doing simple singles or doubles, I was putting on 160 bets <laughs> for one of the bets. days. I one of the days I had 160 bets on. Yeah. What was that bet called? It's, it's, a da- special. it's called a dafty. A, a dafty, that's it. An AD dafty. It was basically pretty much every horse available <laughs> in every combination. And John, for my John, 16... It, it, got to, it got to the stage, John, the, the last race, right? He had no idea. See, if his horse had won, he had no idea how much he was winning. At one stage, we thought it was, what, about 100 quid? 100 quid, fact, maybe. It would have been about £2.60. <laughs> I was £2 odd back from a 16 but I, I did think that I was in the money. Maverick I'll... was winding me up. He was trying to tell me it was about £30-odd, pound, he reckoned. I had an alright time. I only bet. I had bet one race on the Thursday, uh, and it came in, it was placed, and then on Thursday night, I got a tip for a 50-to-1 shot. I thought I'll put a pound each way on, and it won. <laughs> What? Aye. Superb. So that was my... Share the tip with us, eh? Come on. Aye, tell us that too late, John. Aye, but it was one of those. You don't think a 50 to 1 tip's going to come in, you think? Tip's a tip. So knowledge. um, It came in and that was my day out paid for yesterday. You tell us now, aye. Aye, That's noted, Greg. I put it on the forum. I did put it on the forum on Friday morning. No one even mentioned it. Nobody even like uh, kind of quoted it. 
Don't want to be putting it on that forum. Nobody likes that forum anymore. <laughs> He's moved on. Oh, Forums.scottishfootballforums.co.uk <laughs> the home of Scottish football banner. <laughs> Back to the predictor, Greg. Yep. Inverness against Partick Thistle. This is at the weekend because obviously they've played midweek against Aberdeen. They're getting a bit leggy by now. Going to say one-one against Partick Thistle. Aye, I don't, I don't like John Hughes. I, I think John Hughes is going to be a bad appointment for Inverness and Partick Thistle looks as though they've, they've sort of found their shooting boots. So I'm going to go two nothing away win. Aye, I'll go for a two-one away win for Thistle. Motherwell against Ross County, home win, two-one. Three-one. Um, I'll go for one-nil to Motherwell. Then St Johnson against Hibs. Who knows with St. Johnson the way they've been performing lately. But I think that Hibs are fairly consistent. So I think I'm going to go... Consistently shite. Right. <laughs> yep. Home victory, I'm going to go 2-0. 3-0. I'll go for 1-0 uh, to St. John's. Right, Stevie May's new haircut. What new haircut? Really, ah, what? He really had a new haircut, did he? Trim or something, he said it trimmed. Aye. Aye, that's a trim. You're right. That's a box. Have a new haircut. I'm thinking he had a number one or something, but no, no, nothing like that. Right, that's us for the predictions, and we'll move on to the charity bit. I've already made the difficult decision of going for Moffat for scorer, and I think we should extend that to include an air victory over our broth. Okay, what's your thoughts? What aye, that's fine. What stands out? (laughs) What stands out from the predictions? Anything stand out? Mother, well, no. Celtic against St Mirren. Dundee, I think we know of Dundee United, but they are 7 to 10, Dundee United, which isn't they? Uh, they had St Johnson, but then. What's, what's Celtic over two and a half goals? Over two and a half goals? Team what, goals. In, what, a handicap or just. No, well? Celtic to score basically three goals. So Celtic to score over two and a half goals. If I don't know if Mbuki do that, but team team goals it would be under. Because um, that would your Mickey like... Mouse bookie website does. No, I bet three six five do that. Popular markets. Here we go. Aye. Total goals. That's not total goals. Team goals we want. Box. See, Craig knows what you're talking about. What I'm talking about. Craig's looking up. Uh, he's going to put a dafty on. He's going to put a, a hundred and sixty bets on different permutations of goals. <laughs> I thought surely I'm going to win 160 bets I'm going to win that Jackie Jackanovsky to score first God McBookie's such a good bookie he's got so many bets that I can't I can't even Aye, this see, the thing is you've come up with something man. obscure right? I've not come up with something obscure team goals a... team goals is a pretty common bet Aye. total goals no no in no the McBookie charity bets no I have bet it oh Right, over. Can I, can I find it? Aye. Celtic Pro- total goals, Celtic total goals. Hold it, hold it. Over two and a half, five to six. Oh, that's pressure, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Five to six. Well, that's very competitive, John. Bye, it's not very good. What about... Um... What St. John's at home tabs? Aye, John... St. John's have let us down so many times, haven't they? Aye, it's a bit risky. Right, here's a cert, right? See if we're going for Celtic on their own, they're two to eleven. That right. just, that's the pointless, point. man. Pointless. That pointless. Aye. But then should we not be looking a wee bit at the handicap? Market? Yes. Well, they're nine to twenty for minus one. Aye. Ah, yeah. Well, see if we went two. for that along with air. No, we're not doing that. That's like. How are we not doing minus two? Celtic average about three goals a game at home. Right, minus two is five to four. Right. So if we did that with the air. Double. We're only up at thirty-seven pound thirteen pence, and then remember that we don't get the stakes, so that's only twenty-seven pound. So that'd be all right. Twenty-seven pounds, twenty-seven pound. Exactly. We're trying to try get this up above three hundred just now. We don't like start getting greedy. Right. Well, what about seeing if we can fit in another game? Oh. Another sure oh. Greedy. It's like see when we start to add doubles. That's when we do best. Greedy. No, there's there's room for greediness. <laughs> Right, well, the only other the only other Premier League games I think we all took Motherwell, but I, I, you know me, I never like him in Motherwell in the charity bit. No. What's in the lower league? Dundee United, away to Hearts. What's the odds here? Seven, seven to ten. To ten. The odds on seven to ten. There must be so, something in the lower divisions. What's the? Uh... Well, Dunfermline against East Fife. 
Mm-hmm. What's that? Could be a shout. East Queen of Fife. the South against Crowd and Beath. East Fife were humbled at the weekend, were they not? <laughs> I love that, humbled. Is <laughs> not who Air were playing? Was it Air against East Fife? Aye, 5-0 against Air. Humbled. <laughs> Fairmline are sitting above Air. Right, how about that then? Oh, no, Dunfermline are 1-3. to three. <laughs> That's rubbish. That's new. I don't East like that. Sterling against Queen's Park. East Sterling. Even money. At, at yeah. Queen's Park are... They, although they, they did win at the Queen's, weekend, ah, that was because... part one. Won at the weekend. Ah, that's that's... Albion Rovers put out bloody ah, trailists. I seen Stuart McCall saying he couldn't watch the Aberdeen celebrations yesterday. I was jealous, huh? Good lad. Get right. up the Aberdeen. What about <laughs> East Sterling? <laughs> Adan East Sterling brings that to £71.47. Ah, I think we've bitten off more than we can chew with that. Right. So it's well, You just want to go for Air United and Celtic minus two. £27 pounds, £27 pounds. Aye, I think it's Elgin, Craig Aye, right, okay Because right. we've still got how many games are left in the season? Must be what? Nine? Nine games aye, maybe? Aye, well, at, least, at least another nine weekends In so the championship there's still ten games left The strategy for here at the end of the season is just sticking sticking 15 quid away every week Get that bumped up to over 300 Right, Certain go with that then Aye, yeah. Right, the charity bet, courtesy McBookie, we've got £10 on Moffat to score first for Air. I don't have the odds available for that because McBookie's busy generating market-leading odds for other games. <laughs> we've got £10 on Air, which is 13-20, and Celtic minus 2, which is 5-4, and that double is £37.13 if you put a tenner on. So that's us. Sounds good. That's the winners. Sorted. Sorted. Right, well, that's us got to the end of the podcast. And the end of my agenda, anyway. Unless there was anything else you'd wanted to bring up. Nah, nothing for me. The only thing I can think of yesterday, as we seen after the football when we were trying to get into one of the pubs, there was an Aberdeen female supporter dressed up as if she was a stripper. I just thought I would share that. Dressed as a stripper? Undressed well, as a stripper, surely. <laughs> well, no, she looked like she was ready to do a strip, but... Hey, mind Should send us pictures after the podcast then. Oh, it's <laughs> I mean, only fair. I'll take, I'll take any pictures of that. No. Eh? My, my boyfriend was with her. So, uh, Aye, and? If she's well, dressed up as a stripper, she's she's going to be she's gonna be happy about pictures being taken. I don't think the boyfriend would be too happy. But he's accepted that she's dressed up as a stripper. That's the hard part. Once once you've passed that, it's, it's easy going for there. That's maybe the... If he's letting his bird cut about as a stripper, he's obviously some sort of fanny. So you'd be all right. Slap him, man. Aye. And he's Aberdeen fans. And these casuals. Get, take the casuals with you. Get my bit of doing. Aye. Aye, they had a get out of jail free card at the weekend. Apparently. How do you right. get out of jail the free right, card? The casuals. Aye. Aye. Of course, the police were on the left and empty. Oh, right, aye. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> so, in the old banter. <laughs> aye, banter, aye. Don't Ban- worry about it. Don't worry about it. Just aye, aye. Right. Well, thanks for coming on the two years. Thanks for coming on a wee bit later. All right. Aye, no worries at all. And, well, happy St. Patrick's Day. Fuck. <laughs> uh, where did that come from? You're going oh, to get this taken off the airwaves, John. You're going to get this taken off the airwaves. I know. I just thought, uh, no, I just seen something on the internet. That's why I was swearing. So you're not even listening to me? Well, I'm enjoying a Guinness to celebrate. <sighs> I could, I, I just can't drink Guinness. I'm enjoying a beer amaretti. Greg, what, what obscure beer nobody's heard of? What are you drinking? I'm on the water. What do you mean you've not had a Moretti, Craig? Come on. I'm on the water. No, no I've heard of that. I've just been Greg drinks random. Oh, <laughs> it's just because he doesn't drink tenants. Yeah, I know. You know? Night off for me tonight. Tenants is obscure. Right. Right, well, thanks for listening. And we'll be back on the podcast next Monday night, back at the usual time. See you later, guys. Cheers. Right, cheers. Bye. Right. <laughs>